Welcome to the Ether. Today is Wednesday, April 12th, 2023. Today on the Ether, Omniflix, Flix Talk number 64. Let's take a listen. Firstly, good morning to you. And uh, yeah, I'll let uh, Liam take over. Thank you, uh, sister. Yeah, it's great to have you, Sonny. Um, we'll be looking forward to uh, talking about StreamSwap and Osmosis a bit later in the space. Um, but yeah, how are things, uh, Sonny, very quickly where you are? Um, in your part of the world? Pretty good. Uh, we just work here in the SF Bay Area, working on shipping a lot of concentrated liquidity stuff, really trying to get to code freeze by the end of the month. And so, uh, yeah, just like grinding it out here. Really excited with how it's coming along. I've been um, I've been doing a lot of uh, governance stuff for Stakesito, and um, there's always a lot of updates coming out of Osmosis governance as well. So it's no surprise you're busy working um, a lot of the time. It seems uh, lots of lots of updates. So um, yeah, it's been really exciting to see all of that. We'll um, yeah, and we'll, we'll look looking forward to uh, also like Cosmoswap and bunch of, bunch of other stuff landing uh, pretty soon. Lovely. Well. Um, We'll dive into this a little bit later on in the space. Um, we'll have some updates, first of all, to go through um, on the, the Flix Fanatic side, the sort of community updates. Um, and then, yeah, we'll have a lot of updates for everyone tuning in uh, from Sunny and from Osmosis. So, um, yeah, we can get things uh, started. Obviously, huge shout out to everyone uh, participating, A, in this space, contributing to the OmniFlix network, uh, contributing to the recorded uh live you know listen backs that you can do from terraspaces and um yeah huge shout out to all of the contributors all the validators and everyone else um we're getting so much closer now to um the, the launch of the flix token uh, as you know sisla and we won't really be discussing this too much today um but it's a really exciting time and i'm really looking forward to uh sharing this space with everyone all right so uh, if you're a speaker, please do uh, come up on the stage if you haven't already. I can see uh, we've got uh, Super from uh, the Flix Fanatics crew up here. So, Super, how are you doing today? And Dea as well. We have Dea up here. Dea, how are you doing Hi, today? Liam. I'm doing good. Uh, glad to have Sunny and everyone uh, on the space today. Uh, looking forward to you know discussion on StreamSwap and you know that token launch around 420. Absolutely. And um, yeah, it's going to be really exciting. And please do jump in whenever you've got something to share uh, there. As I know you've been working, uh, you know, hard on, on getting ready for the 420 launch. And also, uh, have you been uh, working on StreamSwap yourself, Daya? Is that something you've been working on directly? So, yeah, I mean, we've been working closely, you know, since the, you know, the, uh, since from the space when, you know, the, Sisla, you know, kind of asked and he went at BPV too because we've been looking forward to launch Flix uh, 
during the same time but you know we weren't sure on how to go or move forward because uh, there are some you know caveats that uh, we faced and uh, we were looking forward to you know do some sort of fair launch but we weren't sure so uh, something interesting i can tell you is during the same time we were looking forward to even you know do something like ious right so we are not sure that how that would happen but otherwise you know do, during the same time sisla kind of uh, hopped down to a stage where sunny was uh, you know kind of discussing a bit around lbpv2 and you know the uh, you know the uh, ideation the initial ideation and that's where you know uh, uh, we started getting involved and yeah we started working with robert the first version of module that has been developed uh, natively on cosmos sdk and then yeah it has you know uh, been we went to work on cosmos awesome during the cosmoverse event where we met sunny in person and you know me sisla arkun and you know uh, josh uh, and a couple of others met together and we kind of discussed on you know moving forward on cosmos awesome contracts that's when you know arkun sirkan and adnan and you know the rest of the flix uh, team you know started working uh, proactively to make sure that you know we kind of move it push it forward as soon as possible so yeah here we are today i believe uh, we are doing uh, we are almost ready to launch the testnet uh, in next a couple of days i believe uh, we are almost ready to you know push forward the uh, proposal today tomorrow i believe uh, we are testing it on testnet right now so yeah looking forward to all of these and super excited and you know fingers crossed and <laughs> anxious as usual but yeah thank you no worries and uh, i've just heard from sisla that we're actually going to be diving straight into streams uh, stream swap rather than going into our usual um updates uh, from the community so um of course if there are any updates from anyone any questions feel free to uh come up and speak of course but uh first let's just dive into stream swap i'm sure uh, many of the listeners here uh, are here to kind of hear those exciting updates and um like you mentioned there uh, there's so many kind of options that are available now uh, through StreamSwap, as far as I understand anyway, uh, and IOUs is just one uh, functionality, I suppose, or one option that's available. It's something I find quite curious uh, from, a, you, know, you know, like a raising capital kind of perspective for, for projects. But um, yeah, we can discuss that all uh, a little bit further down the line. Uh, let's get Sunny uh, up on the stage to talk a little bit about uh, StreamSwap from from your perspective, Sunny. So, um, yeah, I guess the first thing really I'd love to hear uh, from you, Sunny, is is what is StreamSwap in in your perspective? What is StreamSwap from the perspective of, of Osmosis rather than the perspective of OmniFlix? Yeah, sure. So, StreamSwap sort of started with, you know, in Osmosis we have these LBPs, uh, liquidity bootstrapping pools, which um, have become have been used a few times. I think there's been a, you know, probably, I don't know, over, over five LBPs in the course of osmosis at this point. Um, and this LBP system that we did, um, without going into too much details of how it works, uh, you know, this docs and stuff that you can find for that, <clears throat> it was, like, not the greatest design. Things were just, like, so, so it was sort of a mechanism that we just copied from the balancer uh, protocol. Uh, balancer was the one who came up with these lbps and we were like oh this is a cool system to like uh help help people launch new tokens on on osmosis um but then like when we actually so we did our first lbp was actually like the first week that osmosis uh of osmosis was 
um, like one, which was like, uh, you know, for the regen uh, LBP. That was like the first week of osmosis. And while we were going through that process of like planning for it, helping, helping the regen team like walk through it, how, how it would work, we realized there's like a lot of weird like edge, like the LBP design is a little odd. Uh, and so we were like, okay, how would we like, that got our, our gears turning of like, how would we fix this? And so we actually came up with some ideas of like, okay, here's like simple things you can do to fix the LBP uh, to make it work better. But then we're like, you know, what is even the design goal of what, what are we trying to even do with these LBPs? And we kind of like realized, okay, maybe this like LBP thing is not even like the, what we're trying to do is like do price discovery and we're trying to do like an initial just auction basically that's what we're really trying to do why are we trying to why is the liquidity bootstrapping like an important aspect of this why are we doing this through a normal amm when we can just start with a new design altogether um and so what happened was we were looking at different things we actually found this project on near called uh so uh well so um uh, someone from the region team basically told us about this project called on near called Skyward Finance. And we looked at it and we're like, oh, this is really interesting because what it's doing is it's doing this like auction, but over like a certain period of time. Like, so it will do like, you know, you're trying to sell a lot of tokens every hour it would send, it'll auction off like a portion of the tokens. And we're like, oh, this is really cool. So instead of like being all at once, you can like, have price discovery happen where you know people will look at what price got done in the last hour so then we can determine what price to do now um on top of that around the same time uh paradigm uh released this uh blog post paper called twom time weighted average market maker and that was the idea of they kind of sh showed how you could design a dca tool dollar cost averaging tool right in to an AMM itself. Um, but what was interesting about it is it was this like continuous streaming system where, you know, you have, um, you know, let's say you wanted to buy $1,000 of Osmo, uh, you put up USDC and it would be streaming that on a block by block basis. And so we kind of were like, we kind of like took these two ideas, this like Skyward finance thing and this like, continuous streaming idea and said, hey, why, in, instead of Skyward doing like one by one, once every hour, what if we did it every single block, uh, a streaming auction? So that's sort of how that came about. And uh, Toto Spaces doesn't have video, but I'm in our office in Berkeley right now. And uh, we have a sign on the wall that's called Brits's Law. Uh, it's one of my friends, Kevin Brits. Uh, but it's basically the, 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 it says uh, the point of DeFi is take all that is continuous and no, sorry, take all that is discrete and make it continuous. And so, like, if you think about, like, the evolution of DeFi, it was like uh, AMMs are taking order books and making them continuous. Compound was taking, like, you know, uh, fixed interest loans and making it on a continuous bonding curve. Perps are taking futures and making them continuous along, you know, removing the expiry date. Um, so yeah, you have all these like mechanisms that are like 
in, in DeFi that are all about like taking things and make discrete things and making them continuous. And so that's what kind of got us really excited about like, oh, why don't we take auctions, this thing that is a very discrete thing where, okay, the auction ends at a certain time and that's when it executes. We were like, oh, well, here's a way that we can uh, follow Brits's law and like, see, let's, let's see how we can make auctions continuous. And so it was just a hypothesis. Uh, we, there's also a lot of benefits to doing this, uh, which I'm sure like, you know, we can go into later. Um, but it was just like, yeah, let's uh, build out this experiment. Um, and so we started building a lot of it in-house. Uh, we were actually working with Robert Zaremba, who uh, was at Region at the time. Now he's at UMI. Uh, he started building a lot of it. Um, and then, so he built like the initial version in the Cosmos SDK. But because this is back when, before Osmosis even had Cosmosm. So that's how old this project kind of is. Um, so we kind of like gave Robert a grant to work on, work on this project uh, and he built a lot of it in the SDK, but then by the time he, it was ready, we realized that like, Hey, actually Cosmosm is a better place to be doing this. Uh, you know, uh, our team went from Cosmosm minimalist to Cosmosm maxis. And so we were like, you know, this isn't something that should be in the SDK. This can be easily done in a Cosmosm contract. Um, you know, that will just be, make it much easier to upgrade, much easier to maintain, um, all sorts of things, right? And so then we kind of gave a uh, work, reached out to the De uh, Deus Labs team and Omniflix team who kind of picked up the project. And I don't know, maybe, it's just a, maybe that's where you want to pick up. That, that's, that's the history of it from our side. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, that was while Robert was actually working on the uh, Golang module or the SDK module. Uh, sometime around this time last year was uh, one update update from the lab uh, space, which was when I asked uh, Sunny, you know, when LBP V2 and he said, you know, there is something that's already being worked on. And, uh, you know, why don't you join hands uh, to build the UI to build the uh, yeah, to build it out. Then we realized that, yeah, there was something that, that was being worked on. And uh, yeah, this, uh, the efforts I think went up until cos the Cosmos, right, Sunny? And during Cosmos, we had a meeting with the Deus Labs team, uh, Orkunen team, uh, of course, Sunny, Josh, uh, and Azels. And all of us got together. There is like one photo with all of us in there. And that was right after the stream swap meeting. And, um, you know, yeah, since then, uh, the efforts on the Cosmosm contracts have been initiated. And, uh, yeah, it, it was a pleasure, you know, working with everyone, like all the teams involved. And today we are here, um, you know, yeah, so after Cosmos, I think, yeah, three, six months, and we are here uh, with the contracts audited uh, and uh, with most of the features that we wanted in V1 actually completed. And we also have plans for V2. But you know, step by step. So yeah, that's how StreamSwap came to be. Amazing. Uh, I won't ask you about um, V2 today. <laughs> we can save that for um, for the future, I suppose. Uh, you know, we get get the first version out first, and and then we can start talking about that one. Um, but it is fascinating to see like just how long it's 
it's been worked on, uh, Sunny. You know, you mentioned that it's been worked on for a long time. It was on the SDK originally, then it made more sense to kind of build out StreamSwap on Cos and Wasm. Um, yeah, and it, I guess it also makes sense that because there's different teams that have been contributing to uh, the development of, of StreamSwap, it was something that was mentioned in the previous uh, space last week, the last Flickstop, uh, about a DAO around uh, StreamSwap. And I, I guess it makes sense to have that considering the contributions from Osmosis, from um, OmniFlix and, and from other uh, contributors as well. Uh, just how many different teams are there that, that have been working on this, by the way? Just curious. Um, I would say, so, you know, the Osmosis team helped come up with some a lot of the design work. The OmniFlix team, uh, Deus Labs, um there was so robert zaremba he was just doing it as an independent contractor not on not on behalf of region or umi but he was acting in, doing it independently and then there was also um this guy named justin who came up with a lot of the front-end design work he justin was also just an independent contractor he helped design uh if anyone is familiar with nftx on ethereum it's like this nft amm and so you know we were put in touch with him uh by john Patton, i think uh once again shows you how old this project is uh but uh yeah so we were put in touch with him by john Patton, and we were like oh you have like uh you know you've designed uis for novel types of amms for like nft market amms want to help us design a uh new type of amm or new type of market basically and so yeah, so Justin was also contributing as well. So I guess that's like five entities slash individual entities. Yeah, I was wondering, uh, just before we kind of talk a bit more about um, the role like StreamSwap will play on Osmosis and, and you know, DeFi on Osmosis. Um, really interesting, by the way, about NFTX. I do like um, the idea of a, an AMM for that, but that's a different topic altogether. Um, just like how challenging has it been to uh, develop StreamSwap? Was there a lot of like um, sort of hurdles you had to get over or is it just uh, a time thing where there's a lot of other stuff that everyone's been working on? Yeah, I think like the reason it took so long was not like a, it wasn't a, it was like super complex. It was mostly, it was just never, it was never the number one priority for the osmosis dev team you know we were more busy with at the time all sorts of things super fluid stable swaps concentrated liquidity um i think it was just like a it was just a time and then also like you know robert was also busy with stuff yeah it was mostly just a time thing more, more so than anything else yeah no that's that's fair enough that does make a lot of sense considering um the speed at which uh, developments come out in the space. Uh, there was also like, um, a lot of actually. I'll actually add though there was um some like uh, complexity that was there in like making it efficient, right? Because if you want to do things on a block by block basis, you can't. You, you know, you don't want to do uh, you know, iterate over everyone in the pools on a block by block basis. That would just not be computationally efficient. So there was a lot of um, like. You know, lazy accounting mechanism. Lazy. Yeah. Interesting. Yep. Thanks for um, sort of explaining that. I wasn't sure. Uh, have you got something to say, sister? I see you've unmuted quickly. Yeah. I mean, just a small point to add. Uh, I think like we saw the first commits around February 2022 and uh, or Jan, Jan, Feb 2022. 
this these were comments by robert and uh, then our uh, flix crew member harish also like worked on the golang module this was when the mechanism around the lazy accounting around the shares yeah around what just sunny referred to as making it more efficient was worked on and uh, you know then of course the the same or like a bit tweaked version was implemented as smart contracts and yeah here we are today i mean here in this case like when sunny mentioned lazy accounting right it is very important to stress it because as sunny said that right, it is it is very hard to uh, calculate uh, shares and things are uh, doing it block by block the first version the go sdk version was doing that and uh, it it wasn't much efficient or sorts but otherwise you know there was this optimization by you know arkan and team who kind of first proposed this uh, model where they came up uh, you know uh, with uh, shares and things like this so it it was uh, you know um, i would say it, it is it is something that uh, we, i would technically say that you know some form to optimize uh, a chain speed at the same time you know removing bottlenecks and at the same time people could just subscribe and sit back and relax instead instead of triggering or buying back to back or shorts yeah they don't have to worry they just can withdraw if they, if they think that you know this something that they might want to take back or otherwise they can sit back and relax and everything that they've subscribed to will be spent till end of the time considering how much they put in relative to the sales uh, lock in volume i think it's quite a good um like background summary of, of of the work that's gone into stream swap you know you mentioned as well the journey um well i say the journey more kind of like picking it back up at cosmoverse and that's really cool that cosmoverse was able to bring this this idea um and get people together again um but let's talk about sort of stream swap today um and just how it kind of fits into uh all of the different legos that exist uh in terms of DeFi on osmosis um so sunny i just have a question around this which is kind of what role does stream swap play uh for DeFi on osmosis like how significant of a role is this like what area does it kind of like fill that maybe osmosis <laughs> isn't uh providing for at the moment yeah i think the what it is is it's a uh it's a launch pad it's it's it you know every time someone wants to launch a new token in cosmos i would recommend them uh to go do it through a stream swap you know oftentimes people ask me of like hey can we use the lbps to like launch our token and i would oftentimes actually have to be like honestly i don't even recommend that i recommend just like going and creating a pool and having you'll end up having a lot of volatility at the beginning and it's gonna be messy but like it'll probably be actually less messy than an lbp will be um and so but yeah so i think now this now the trim swap exists it's like this is like the you know let's say mars like you know mars had to just go create a pool like you know a plain pool and it was very volatile in the first couple of days um <clears throat> let's say someone like you know, obviously, Flix is launching a token. Or let's say, like Quasar is going to be launching their token soon, right? Like, doing it through a uh, LBP, uh, through a stream swap, is probably like a good way of launching new tokens, getting a good fair price with it, not screwing over the initial LPs, and then you get. And it also acts like a, a little bit of a sale mechanism as well. So the uh, it's a way of you know someone like the Quasar team like running, you know. I don't know if this is a scary word, but like a, it's almost like running an ICO, almost where you, it gives a, it gives an opportunity for uh, community members to buy into the token, not just uh, you know VCs and whatever. 
I actually, yeah, I really love that about this, uh, about LBPs anyway, but more so with StreamSwap is, is the way that the communities can become the VCs in some essence. Um, like the way I've kind of visualized it myself, Sonny, um, based on the information I've received from like Daya and, and Sisler on, on, um, on StreamSwap is like a launch pad. It is like a way to do an initial offering. You know, it's like a scary word to say like offering or, or whatnot, but that's always how I viewed it. Is this a way to actually do a sale uh, and the community can kind of yep. benefit from that sale rather than the VCs? It's like community liquidity bootstrapping, right? It, it's not almost like a sale, but it's almost like a fair price discovery, fair, uh, you know, uh, access, I would say. When Sunny said, you know, I mean, instead of VCs, you will be the first guy who will get the fair price. And, you know, there is... If you believe in the project, definitely, I think that's one way to look at it. It's, it's mostly driven by community and, you know, not by, yeah, VCs. I, I also think as well, though, it's it, it's other other types of sales that can be done. Like the, the, the kind of like topic you mentioned earlier around IOUs um, as a possibility there. It's like that is something you can offer ahead of a, a token launch. Um, and you can actually let like community members not only get like an, an initial coin offering style sale, but they can also get like seed rounds maybe. Maybe you can fundraise from the community uh, before you've even got your token launched. And maybe the community members can get good deals on projects like Celestia, you know, or different kinds of projects, not Celestia itself. But I kind of view it as as like a real, uh, there's like a real expanse of options available. You can do like community pool token sales that way to kind of diversify community pools. And there's really just so many different things you can do. Like that's how I see it in my mind. Um, so any of you, Sisla, Sunny, Dea, uh, what are your thoughts around the different types of uh, sales that or streams that can be done with StreamSwap? I mean, personally, if you ask me, I look at it, you know, Liam, like we discussed, be it pre-token launch, a price discovery during token launch or post-token launch. You know, it is like all stages of the life cycle can be covered. It honestly depends on the project, you know, as to how they utilize it. I mean, earlier we were thinking of IOUs with NFTs, you know, maybe like uh, go ahead, you know, sell NFTs on our own marketplace and, you know, use that to give access to people and so on and so forth. But, you know, stream swap can be used. Flix is utilizing it for price discovery. Tomorrow, a community pool can diversify uh, utilizing StreamSwap and they can build, you know, they can capitalize themselves utilizing, you know, their own token without a collateral token. So, yeah, personally, I see this being utilized for a lot of, you know, at every life, uh, at every stage in the fundraising life cycle, if I can say that. And, uh, yeah, this is... A new primitive, you know, and uh, time-based token swaps, continuous token swaps, as uh, as Sunny mentioned, and uh, this is something that is an alternative that exists along with our instant swaps. You know, that is how personally. Correct. I'll add a point there. So when you ask, like, if in case if there are any possibilities, right? So the first version we chose to do was, you know, launch pad, as, as Sunny said, because this gives fair access, you know, fair price discovery. And, you know, there is a lot that goes in this. You know, definitely, it's not, you know, uh, something that uh, traditionally people do. They either go to, uh, they either do ICO or they either go, you know, then go to an exchange and then, you know, do different ways of you know liquidity but here in case it is fairly you know, the first stage of liquidity can be 
it transparently you know uh, be done in, in community way and at the same time uh, when you ask if there is any possibility behind uh, you know uh, after just being launching definitely in in version 2 i think we've, we've been having discussions with sunny and you know josh and various other team members from osmosis and you know within um, uh, or you know dao as such uh, they've been planning to integrate things where you know there could be thresholds to you know thresholds and you know controls whereas in it could start at a rate and you know move on further instead you know whereas in it avoids arbitrage or you know volatility between existing token launches there is use case for otc there there is use case for uh liquidation via curves and you know a lot of things can be done because when you when you look at the first version right it is just linear where you know every second uh, as in or every round if you look at it in a way there is you know um, x amount of tokens being liquidated and people who are pledging in their tokens will be eligible for the unspent tokens from the liquidity Uh, pool that is liquidating its token so if there is possibility to have different types of emissions at this round stage or second stage and there is a possibility to have white listed otc you know with different emissions and you know curves like so yeah the, the possibilities are endless but definitely uh, there is time to do all of these and uh, yeah, we are here with first version that's launch pad or you know i would say yeah uh, lbpv2 Awesome stuff. Yeah, I mean, um, it sounds like there's just a lot of uh, scope on on what's possible there, and uh, yeah, I could uh, probably talk about all of that stuff with with all of you for a, for a long, long time. Um, I was going to ask about like this this primitive if it's if it's something you've seen like anywhere else, but I think you kind of touched on that already, uh, Sunny, when you were were mentioning like the the history of of coming up with this idea. Um, you know, you talked about uh the the paradigm like time weighted average uh, market maker you also talked about uh time based auctions and and skyward i think on there so i think that gives a good summary um for that that part of things that question that i had um just going back to defi on osmosis very quickly um specifically around the role stream swap plays as a launch pad uh, sunny i actually think that fits really well with osmosis because we already see um a lot of tokens kind of bootstrap liquidity on osmosis it's kind of like the first choice exchange for uh, most new tokens and given how quickly cosmos is expanding the number of new app chains uh, i personally think it's a really good fit um what are your thoughts on that yeah i mean definitely i you know f- from the per <coughs> sorry from the standpoint of the decks you know like why do we, why is this so important for us i think like it's important to <clears throat> one of what makes dex as attractive as you want it we want to be the first place where new assets are listed right like um being the first pri- wherever the assets are first listed that usually becomes the primary market and you know it, it uh becomes sticky um and so provide providing you know this is why binance has their launch pad and everything like that right so i think uh having something on osmosis that like makes it easy for people to launch things here uh it will make it so that okay this will just become the it'll, it'll you know yeah make it easier more reasons to launch on osmosis first rather than anywhere else exactly yeah i think that's really um important from the perspective of osmosis um <clears throat> and yeah it just seems gone sorry Sunny. Oh, please go ahead sorry no and i was just gonna add one other thing about like the uh you were mentioning the t and stuff so 
there's also a couple of other interesting stuff that are coming right now. So like one of the one of the things I've always been like it occurred it occurred to me like about like a month ago. I was reading some like you know financial like trad buy article or something, but it just like occurred to me like order books have a today have a very bad way like they're not very good at expressing time preferences right like you either make a market order and you're like i want to be filled right now or you make a limit order which just means i have no time preference whatsoever and i think like there's a huge range of like uh design space for how do we do, do systems that like uh allow people to be more expressive about time preferences rather than just price price preferences. And so, you know, I think TWAM, so I think like the, the paradigm TWAM paper was like the first of that, but then like, I think StreamSwap is an example of this. Um, the Calc Finance team is building a DCA tool right now for osmosis. Uh, so that, you know, I think that will be a pretty interesting way of like you know expressing time preferences like oh i want a dca over 10 minutes or i want a dca over 24 hours so that's more for executing against an existing liquidity pool uh which is slightly different than what StreamSwap is for where StreamSwap doesn't require an existing l uh amm but rather it's like uh more it's more of like the otc equivalent of a dca so i don't know just some interesting like uh I'm interested to see more uh, design iteration on these like time preference mechanisms. So I think it's a underexplored area. Yeah, and sorry, Liam, before you go ahead, you know, just a small question. Sunny, like, how do you see maybe an opportunity where uh, what Calc is doing or you know, in general, how an AMM pool and Stream swap stream can exist. Do you think there'll be arbitrage opportunities between an AMM pool and an existing stream swap stream? Uh, or how do you see that working? Sorry, can you repeat the question one more time? Sorry. Yeah. Uh, do you see any opportunities for arbitrage between an existing AMM pool and an uh, like OTC deal? Stream? Probably. Yeah. Like if in case if someone wants to do an OTC because it's already there on AMM pool. Yeah, definitely. I think. Uh, there uh yeah there, there'll definitely be arbitrage there between the two um <clears throat> ideally what we want to do is like eventually uh maybe like incorporate the amm into the stream swap like so it auto arbitrages so for example like with proto rev we maybe we can create some way of auto arbitraging the two um yeah, I think maybe like the next step of StreamSwap is to like add in some of the TWAM style functionality where basically TWAM was basically like similar to StreamSwap, but like also it takes into account AMM liquidity. It like treats the AMM as part of it as well. Um, while the StreamSwap that we have right now is like no AMM, it's just streaming against each other. So I think maybe the next, you know, iteration of StreamSwap would include uh, against the AMM as well. I think that'll be crazy if we, you know, kind of in include the AMM's liquidity and, you know, kind of bring in new liquidity and there is a possibility for uh, arbitrage and MEVs and things like this. So how do you see MEV or, you know, uh, a kind of, uh, you know, latencies that block blocks might uh, produce here? I don't know, things like those. Is there any possibility? Because this is time bound, right? So 
how do you see like kind of attacks that can happen around time <clears throat> yeah so like the nice thing about splitting stuff over a period of time is it makes it hard to like expensive to mev attack it or sandwich it or whatever right because you know when you're dca if you're making a single trade right someone could sandwich that one trade but if you're dcaing over 10,000 block someone has to sandwich you 10,000 times but your trade specifically but also what you could do is you design these systems so they actually happen in between blocks you like you don't uh the trade shouldn't be a normal transaction in the block but this is what was the inside of the twam paper where it was like instead of making the dca be a transaction on the chain it's like something that happens in the vacuum between two blocks so to sandwich it you would have to you know the thing is getting two transactions to sandwich something on a chain is kind of easy because you could you know the block producer can choose the order of transactions in the chain you know we're gonna improve that uh over time with things like special decryption and whatnot <clears throat> but like to sandwich something that happens in in the end blocker or begin blocker of a chain is much harder because you have to win you have to make sure you're the transaction at the end of the previous block and the transaction at the beginning of the next block and because those are built by two different validators it becomes much harder to like do that sort of um sandwiching so that's sort of how these systems avoid that kind and and, and so the stream swap does something similar because it technically executes trades <clears throat> only when time passes and time only passes in between blocks you have to imagine like in a blockchain all the transactions in a block happen instantaneously at the block time and then time only passes in the period between blocks. So StreamSwap sort of does this already today. Correct. I mean, like, uh, uh, when we look at it from a Watson perspective or, you know, the, the module within the chain, it, it doesn't necessarily need to commit um, uh, data real-time uh, onto the blocks, but otherwise it happens within the module and between the, uh, you know, uh, two blocks, as you said because there is very less possibility for someone to you know ape in uh, throughout the time uh, you are you know spreading your liquidity i believe uh, it is very hard for them to uh, do an mmv extraction but otherwise uh, how does this play when we look at it amm integrations or things like this because definitely amm liquidity and this liquidity uh, are something that come you know uh, both are coming together and there is possibility that arbitrage or you know uh, volatility might exist right so, uh, sorry, I missed that. What was that? Uh, when we bring together the AMM liquidity and you know uh -huh. pair it with uh, Stream Swap, because yeah. Stream Swap right now is uh, very independent and has its own liquidity, and it doesn't have to necessarily you know uh, get the effects of uh, any other pool or sorts. Yeah. But when we bring the pool together, there is definitely some arbitrage that's going there in the pool, uh -huh. and there is a new liquidity coming on Stream Swap because. Uh, it is a different uh, liquidity and altogether there is new liquidity adding to the AMM pool on the other side. So there are two flows coming in and two are joining together. Correct. So how do you see this happening or, you know, any any uh, problems or, you know, MEVs that need to be considered or, you know, that would be great to know your perspective. Uh -huh. I, I, I don't think so. I think 
honestly, the best is just to look at the TWAM paper uh, that Paradigm wrote. I think it probably provides the best information. Uh, the thing is, the TWAM paper was very much designed for like classic pools. There might be some changes that we have to make on the architecture design for making them work with concentrated liquidity. Um, but I don't think it should be that unreasonable. I think the other thing that I would like to do in if 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 the goal is to turn this into more of a um <clears throat> you know OTC kind of thing as well is allow people to set time preferences because right now uh you know the market you know one sale has a single time period to it, right? You have like 24 hours uh and you know buyers and sellers are on both sides of that 24 hour sale. You might have be like someone wants to sell Osmo uh, for USDC and and they have a 12 hour time preference, but like someone else wants to buy Osmo uh, for USDC and they have a 24 hour time preference. Um, you There's no reason to not match that 12 hour person with the first 12 hours of the 24 hour person, right? And so building a system that like does that uh, seems useful. Um, I don't know. I'd have to think about it, like what other MEV attacks there might be, but nothing pops out at me at the moment. Honestly, honestly. Definitely, I think, I mean, needs to think deep. Otherwise, yeah, uh, I'm just like curious on how it might, uh, you know, look. But yeah, thanks for your insights. And... Mm -hmm. um, I was actually wondering uh, if there's like any scope of like an attack from the perspective of pushing up like the price uh, at which everyone averages into um the, buying the token through the streets um if ev everyone enters the 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 price per of the token on the stream will go up but then what can happen is you know people will decide oh it's too expensive now and people other people might lose the pool leave the pool and so it, it'll the idea is that it's like it allows the market to find an equilibrium um it, guys in the v1 can people can other people also join the sell side of the pool or is it only uh, no, 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 no. Uh, because it's only limited to the guy who is liquidating and there is no possibility to have multiple people yeah, adding. Yeah. Then it becomes an AMM is what we thought. So we reframe from that. But otherwise, uh, uh, we could have a possibility where OTCs, you know, are multiple people coming together doing a liquidity because if you go do it on exchange or AMM pool, uh, there might be a lot of uh, slippage and things happening, right? Yeah. Here in this case, they can set up threshold like if their pool on the right side reaches x amount of tokens then it might go forward otherwise yeah that's what uh, you know i think our last discussion concluded is but my uh the, what i was thinking of is is maybe similar to how you can have like a buy or a sell war in an order book where like someone puts a massive like buy almost like a, a massive load of tokens in to buy um like the offering or the the sale of these tokens and then what they can do is is remove that um those tokens because you can remove tokens right if you're not happy with uh the price you're getting so i was wondering if people could kind of like dump a load of tokens in make it look really expensive and then remove uh, a lot of those tokens when this when it starts or throughout the stream to get a cheaper price something like that um uh so what one thing that i i'm not sure i don't think this is in the v1 right now but what you could also do is make it so people can set limits and stops basically in this system where they could be like, so instead of someone always having to be watching it manually, 
they could be like, oh, I want to join the pool if the price goes below a certain amount. And I want to exit the pool automatically if the price goes above a certain amount. So that way, because people can put these stops and limits in, it's like, you know, it, in theory, if everyone was watching the pool constantly, then the, the, this like MEV, this attack that you mentioned shouldn't really be possible because like, you know, the, everyone else will, uh, you know, come in when the price goes down too low, right? But then, uh, you know, efficient markets aren't real. Not everyone is not sitting on their computer or I don't know, most people probably aren't sitting on their computer 24 seven and watching the, watching the stream. Uh, or maybe they are, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, ha having these like limits and stops on chain, so it automatically does it for you. Like, we'll, we'll definitely make these. Uh, we'll help solve that. But, but otherwise, in any way, it's not going to hurt the price. But because it, it is very limited to the time he's is staying, so uh, it doesn't anyways you know hurt other people's uh, you know uh, subscriptions or charge. But otherwise, yeah, everyone has their you know own fair share. As as much as you subscribe, it is spread throughout the sale. So. If you put more, you get more uh, other side tokens. So if you put less, you get less. So it's it's relative to your tokens as well. So definitely, yeah, it doesn't matter as much. Uh, thank you for the explanations uh, around that. Yeah, I'm just trying to kind of figure it all out in my head. Um, and, and like you mentioned, Sunny, actually, it's uh, kind of what my thought was as well, is that people aren't being able to watch it all the time. There's no notification system if the price changes. So. Maybe in the future, that stop limit kind of stuff is quite good as well. Yep. Yep. And probably to counter this, Sunny, what do you think like of a, I mean, yeah, I'll, uh, yeah. What do you think of a longer bootstrapping period and a shorter sale? You no, know, the people in the space might not like uh, really understand what stream swap is right now. Sunny, like later, maybe you can explain it in your own words, but you know, what do you think of like a, a longer bootstrapping period, maybe two days and an hour of streaming where everyone is available? It's more like a social event. Yeah, if it's, uh, I think that, I think that makes sense. Um, uh, yeah, that sounds good to me. I, mean, I think there'll be some experimentation that needs to be done to see like what are optimal uh, parameters. But yeah, if it's like an hour, then that way everyone's able to be online and watching it and maybe they can be watching it the whole time. I mean, we thought about this because the lion's question was something that we, we thought and we, you know, the seriousness, people, if they're literally, you know, putting a lot of liquidity and they have to stay throughout the bootstrapping phase and they just can't, you know, uh, make sure to, yeah, just be there and, you know, fake the volume. So that 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 makes sure, you know, the shorter time for the sale uh, gives, um, you know, time for everyone to spend accordingly. There is possibility to do that, but otherwise, yeah, the bootstrapping is something where you can make sure that people, uh, uh, you know, stay and, you know, gives the confidence till it starts. So that way, you know, everyone can spin accordingly. Yeah, uh, guys, maybe we assume that, you know, some of you already know stream swap, uh, but, you know, Sunny, in your own words, you know, a simple explanation of what stream swap is and for the average user, someone that has been in the cosmos and uh, how can they interact with the protocol? Yeah, um, so to interact with the protocol, uh, what will happen is whoever the seller of tokens is, uh, let's say Omniflix in this case, uh, they will put up a lot of Flix tokens into what we call, they'll create a new sale 
and they'll put it in there's two pools in a sale there's the buy pool and the sell pool and so the seller of the token will put their you know flicks i'll just make up some numbers here they'll put a million flicks into the um sell pool and then there's a bootstrapping period which is you know a period where people can anyone can add uh are you guys doing it for usdc or for osmo osmo definitely yeah um we have a a budget where we are splitting it into multiple streams the first stream will be with osmo the second yeah so we we wanted to have this discussion with you personally but otherwise the question has come here so uh so yeah so so then people can put osmo into the buy pool and during the bootstrapping period and let's say as an example um you know there's 1 million flix tokens in the sell pool and 10 million osmo set in the buy pool at the end at what when the bootstrapping ends what happens is then the stream period ends and the two pools start streaming at each other and because there's 1 million flix in the sell pool 10 million osmo in the buy pool they start streaming at a rate of 10 to 1 and so you know every second some osmo goes to the omniflix team but some of that flix goes to the, the flix goes to all the shareholders of the buy pool everyone who's in the buy pool proportional to how much osmo they put into it and then what can happen is during the period of the sale anyone can choose to either add more osmo to the pool or remove osmo from the buy pool if you add more osmo to the buy pool more osmo is being streamed per second but the amount of flicks that's being streamed per second stays the same and so what that effectively means is the price of flicks per osmo went up but then the same in the other case if someone removes osmo from the pool during the period that you know the same amount of flicks is still streaming but less osmo is streaming so that means the price of flicks went down and so it acts as this market mechanism where people will add and remove osmo from the buy pool to get some equilibrium price and the final price of flicks is determined based on the total number of osmo that are uh, streamed at the end of the stream so yep yeah. and then what the stream like the team could do is use the osmo that they got through the sale and use it to pair it with some more flicks that they have and use that to bootstrap uh, to just create a liquidity pool based off of the final price of the stream swap sale. So that's like the key, which was like why, you know, you can just go create a AMM pool as a second transaction after doing the auction. That was like, why is the LBP trying to do an auction and create an AMM in like the same complicated mechanism? Exactly. Liam, please take over. Thanks. So I just having all kinds of crazy like ideas going through my mind around like how you can launch tokens and sell tokens with StreamSwap. It's super, um, super interesting. Um, yeah, I, I actually think we've covered a lot of really good stuff uh, so far. Um, there's a ton of questions still to go through from the community. Um, and I think before, I mean, I've, I really just like the conversation everyone's been having, Dea, Sisla, Sunny, kind of like the back and forth. It's been really, really good to kind of um, hear all of your thoughts. Um, Sunny, uh, what excites you the most about StreamSwap on Osmosis? You know, what, 
What's the most exciting thing for you about StreamSwap coming? Um, I'm just excited to see uh, how many more token launches, like how many token launches come via this. Like, I think it's been something that a lot of people have been waiting on for a long time. Uh, obviously, the Omniflix team, the Quasar team has been looking for this. I remember the Celestia team was also like interested. You know, this is they talked to us about this like a year ago about they wanted to use StreamSwap to launch their token. I don't know if that's still the plan or not. Probably have to follow up with them because it's been a while. But um, so I don't know. I'm just excited to see how many what what kinds of projects are going to use this to launch. I, I was wondering if like there's a way you can use this mechanism to not do an airdrop per se, but maybe kind of uh, almost have like non-tradable NFTs or even non-tradable fungible tokens that act as like a white list for the stream. And then you just kind of like add like this token that can't really be traded into the stream. And then you're streamed like a token from there. So like that's that's one idea I had. I don't know if that makes any sense or not, but um, I think there's a lot of scope for these kind of things. Yeah, there might like uh, a white list system token gate like nft gating participation it definitely does uh make the market maybe a little bit less efficient if you do that because it uh but maybe there are cases where people want to do that like uh yeah i mean i guess like, that's what like often what happens with oh and i guess like one other thing i'd be excited to see with this is people using it for initial nft uh drops as well so um you could you so what you could do is you could uh Create a fungible token, like a, a, a token factory token or something. Let let's say, um, I don't know. There's like I think the bad kids people are like watching. social tokens. I think you're talking about social tokens, and I believe yeah, that's what the use case. When you say an NFT token gated and NFT, I would definitely see a possibility there because we've been discussing about this in you know internally. So I, I I mean I think social tokens might be an interest. I meant something even just simpler, which is let's say I was launching a new token series like i don't know someone i know launched like some ghost tokens or something right and so uh what you could do is just create a fungible token that you you stream 10 you sell 10,000 of them via stream swap and then for every fungible token that you have you can use that to like redeem one random uh nft from the from the from the set right it, it, it acts like cool. a loot box or something yeah, I, I think something similar we've been already, you know, developing internally at Omniflix because I'll tell you something, Sunny, some strange thing has happened because we've been talking about NFT pools uh, for a quite a long time and we're developing something similar where a creator could lock X amount of NFT on left side and, you know, people could uh, lock their fungibles, X fungibles on the right side, similar to what StreamSwap is. So that's how we've seen pools initially in terms of NFTs and fungibles coming together. So I think StreamSwap is where fungible to fungible right now, but uh, definitely there is an evolution possibility for someone to do a social fungible token launch or uh, NFT collection launch or, you know, things like this, definitely. Um, quick shout out to uh, Crypto Cito, actually. He he mentioned the OTC aspect of StreamSwap, which is something we kind of discussed earlier. Um, but he did say it'd be quite cool if if we could talk about that. So, like, how prominent do you guys see, like, a, an OTC uh, kind of, like, deal market appearing through StreamSwap? Do you think it's going to be quite likely that happens? Or, or do you think it will be used predominantly for another another sort of utility or type of sale? I think there will have to be some changes that they meet 
to be made in order to make it better for the OTC. Like it has to like, you know, execute against the AMM as well. Um, but uh, yeah, I think uh, once those changes are made, I think uh, it makes, hopefully we can start, people will start using it as an OTC system as well. I think with a threshold and whitelist in place, that should be mostly possible in V2, yeah. So once it hits a threshold, uh, it, it doesn't have to compete with AMM pool, but otherwise then it can move on from there uh, for, you know, arbitrage and uh, things like this for people to ape into. Awesome stuff. So uh, I'd like to invite the community up to uh, ask questions. I can see, for example, uh, Jake, uh, Jake Hartnell in the space. Uh, you might have some interesting ideas, Jake, and all of this, if you've got time to speak. Uh, but also, anyone else here, we've got a ton of people. We've got Pupmas, Gazni. Shout out to every single one of you who's joined the space here. Orkin, who we had uh, talking last week. Um, it's great to see you all here, all kind of getting engaged. And we have the regular faces as well, like Tardigrades, uh, obviously Deus, Isla, uh, Super Era, and everyone. But um, I've got a couple of questions already from the community that I'll be asking. Um, there's about 10 questions here, so it might take a bit of time. Uh, but while I'm asking those, feel free to request to speak um, and then, yeah, go ahead and ask your questions. Um, before I kind of fire these uh, quick questions at you, Sonny, I, I just wanted to give uh, the three of you, Sisla, Sonny, Dea, uh, just a couple seconds to share like anything else on your mind around this and, and keep chatting if there's anything you wanted to say. Yeah, I mean, I'll go first. Uh, just to keep it short, yes, this has been uh, multi-team, multi, multiple people, you know, that uh, put in these efforts to make StreamSwap happen uh, the way it did. Uh, kudos to everyone involved, the Osmosis team, the Davis Labs team, the Clicks crew, and, uh, you know, the independent contributors as well, you know, Robert, Justin, and the others. So, yeah, uh, we're very excited for this. There's a lot more that that is being planned with StreamSwap, and, uh, you know, you hopefully had an insight into some of those today. But, uh, you know, we believe this would be Something that will you know, not only bootstrap uh, projects within the Cosmos ecosystem, but also the wider uh, you know, Web3 ecosystem. So, yeah, pretty excited for this one and very glad to have uh, the Flix token uh, be the first one to launch. Uh, cool. I'll just add a couple of lines there. So, definitely uh, look forward to the test nets and, you know, uh, stream swap competition that's going to be, you know, held in, in, in the next week and make sure to. Uh, be there, understand, and see how it works. Uh, this is the very first version that uh, is, you know, as targeted as Sunny said towards the launch pad. And uh, the, the, I believe uh, we aren't talking about any, you know, uh, I would say bonuses if you participate in the testnet. But otherwise, as as much as we do for our OG NFT holders, be sure to be there and you know uh, participate. Perfect. All right. Um, so yeah, I think. Tardigrades, you're quick to come up um, as a speaker with some questions. Do you want to go ahead and ask your questions first before uh, I do mine? Because I've got 10 here to get through from the community. So, yeah, feel free to ask your question. Sure. Hi, Leon. Thank you. Okay. Hi, guys. I have a quick question. Is it possible to have like a query on chain to get the list of wallets of everyone who participates in this first batch of the stream swap uh, to see, you know, like the wallet addresses of all, everyone who participates? who gets tokens? Yeah. Uh, there might not be a single query to do that, but otherwise you'll have to run your own data layer or someone who provides data layer because it, it's almost as much as transparent and it's un built on top of awesome. So you can 
are pretty much looking to transactions of that was some particular type message and yeah you can parse the message and see what's happened okay okay i will send you dm later about it so you can help me with that thank you i have a one question uh wait are there like any like for when it launches uh, are there like any docs or tutorials for people to like read how this works and so they're ready for when it launches yeah so we have an explainer video uh, that has been produced uh, we posted our actually a version of our blog article on commonwealth uh, that'll go up as a proposal but there'll be a blog article with images uh, video tutorials and the testnet also is primarily for people to understand you know the mechanism participate utilize it even before they participate in the mainnet launch and um, i'll go ahead and ask the community questions um yeah we've got quite a lot so stick around everyone because uh you might find your questions uh or your burning questions when this get answered um these were sent to me earlier from sisla these are questions from the community um i presume these are mostly aimed towards you know sunny these questions but if anyone else feels like they can answer better or sunny you feel like someone else would answer these better feel free to uh kind of say so so the first question i've got here is um and this is from the community how does StreamSwap ensure fair and transparent price discovery for token sales um through market arbitrage if people believe that the price of a token is too low they'll join the buy pool to buy it at the lower price if they people think it's too high they will leave it leave the buy pool uh and that will cause the price to go down <clears throat> and also once the sell pool like open sell pools are enabled then you know anyone who holds a token on can also join the sell pool side as well so basically it's a it's a market arbitrage game that lets the uh it find the market find the correct price Absolutely. And like you mentioned earlier, at first, there's going to be a fixed amount of tokens in the sell pool. So people can see exactly or probably calculate exactly what they'd be getting per block um, based on the, the amount of tokens on each side. Um, the second question I've got here is how does StreamSwap handle the distribution of tokens during a token sale? So what was the question one more time? Yep. So it was um, how does how does StreamSwap handle the distribution of tokens during a, a stream or a token sale? Oh, um, I will let one of the Omniflix people answer that because uh, I did not write. So yeah, yeah, definitely. So well, what happens when you subscribe is you get number of shares relative to how much you've subscribed. So your shares represent your Osmo, and as, as the time progresses, the shares are consumed, and against the shares, you get the flicks. So the calculation happens uh, block by, I mean, not block by block, second by second, or, you know, uh, around by round, rather I would say. Then, you know, the amount of uh, Osmo that you placed throughout the sale will be spread out. It doesn't get consumed as much as you put. So uh, if, let's say, you put 10 Osmo uh, during the start of sale, now all of these 10 Osmo will be spread throughout the sale. If you put 100, 100 will be spread. So accordingly, it'll be issued shares, and these shares are... Uh, you know, uh, consumed against time, for which you will get the flicks again. So, uh, the number of shares consumed uh, 
is relative against the unspent uh, flicks you get. So it is almost like, uh, you know, you have to stay throughout the sale to make it TCA. Otherwise, uh, you know, the volatility hits you and uh, you might be, you know, somewhere getting less, more. So it depends how you, you know, move accordingly, subscribe and withdraw. If I'm not mistaken, you'll you'll be able to actually see the um, the tokens you've acquired over time, right? Is 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 the dashboard kind of updated? Yes, yes. So you can re uh, check that in real time. Uh, it, it, it's it's calculated by second by second according to the pool how it happens. So how much ever you Osmo or you logged in on the uh, buy pool. Uh, is as I said, it's spread out, so it is almost a calculation that makes sure to you know give you an approximation of how many shares are consumed, how much flicks you get, and you know things like this. But otherwise, as I said, you know because the pool size changes, right? When too many people come in and ape in, so there is a bit of uh, uh, you know approximation on the calculation on the dashboard. But otherwise, the shares on the back end that you get to uh, query uh, are you know. Uh, uh, almost as in real time and you know there are shoot yeah perfect yeah no, that's a good explanation i feel like and um, the next question i've got here from the community is what is the future of stream swap and how will it continue to innovate in the space probably i'll i'll take that uh you know from an organizational standpoint from a technical standpoint i think we've heard sunny uh, and they also share a few more details about what's coming up. But from an organizational standpoint, it is functioning as a DAO right now with multiple members, I'll say. And uh, you know, we are very focused on making sure this is first you know, launched on Osmosis. Make sure that you know, projects utilize it. Then, of course, you know, we are looking at other avenues as well. You know, uh, integrations with EVM or you know, bridging EVM tokens via Axler and Squid. You know, that is one way in which you no know, fungible tokens or projects from multiple other ecosystems can also utilize StreamSwap today. So that is possible. Yeah. Uh, from a DAO standpoint, it'll be a priority to make sure that, of course, projects utilize StreamSwap and also the ways in which people, you know, even though they're not projects, they're just token holders, can utilize StreamSwap increases. So, yeah. Multiple plans slowly, step by step. Absolutely. It's always a um, a step-by-step -step thing, um, as you mentioned, Sister. And uh, actually, I, I recommend, you know, anyone who's maybe joined late to go back and listen to the stream later on. We actually discussed like a ton of different features that could be added later on down the line, different ways it can be used for like OTC deals, for um, sales prior to a token launch, all kinds of different utilities. So I guess that ties into... Um, how maybe the future of Streamspot will look. I guess it depends what um, you know people decide to, or how people decide to use it. But yeah, great, great answer, sister. Thanks for answering that question. Um, the next one I've got here is um, again from the community. It's can I participate in a Streamswap token sale if I don't have Atom or Osmo? Yeah, they should be able to go ahead deposit their tokens, EVM or Cosmos IBC tokens to Osmosis, swap them with Osmo and then participate. So, so quite, yeah, 
we're integrating both uh, osmosis swaps and at the same time you know uh, axlar squid bridge that uh, you know bridges ethereum as well so definitely uh, squid bridge takes time but otherwise during bootstrap definitely they can make sure to you know uh, get there you know make sure they have osmo to participate in this here I think the next question actually ties into that a bit, which is um, how does StreamSwap allow me to swap tokens from different ecosystems onto Cosmos? 100%. Let's go. Perfect. Um, I suppose, like, following on from that as well, I was wondering, um, uh, obviously, with the, the swaps, you have the buy and the sell pool. Um, are, are all of the buy pools initially going to be sort of Atom and Osmo or just Osmo? Or um, are you going to kind of have multiple, like, choices of tokens for, for the buy pool side? Um, currently, it's only single uh, buy pool as of now, the version one. Uh, sooner or later, you know, we'll have multiple tokens. But otherwise, currently, you, you can deploy multiple uh, strategies using multiple tokens. So... Uh, what they have to do is make sure to swap otherwise. So we're making sure it is integrated in the UI, but otherwise StreamSwap doesn't swap on the fly. So that's that's one thing I wanted to clear. So like when it when it kind of goes live, um, are you able to make stars pools? Are you able to make Flix pools? Are you able to make Osmo pools? Are you able to make you know Juno pools? Or is it just going to be kind of Osmo uh, to begin with? So we'll start off with uh, you know, the Bipool accepting Osmo. And you can create a stream to stream any token. It can be Flix, it can be Juno, it can be you know, any other token. But uh, at this point in time, we'll start off with Osmo. And uh, again, slowly, one by one, we'll expand to multiple other tokens as well. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, thanks for answering that. It was just a quite that was more of a question that I had uh, personally, just following on from, from the other one. So we've got a few more questions from the community. Um, what advantages does StreamSwap offer over traditional liquidity bootstrapping pools and over BCICOs? Uh, definitely fair participation first, because generally if you look at ICOs, they are private and you know on exchanges, the price is fixed. Uh, or at least if you go to AMM, there is a lot of arbitrage and you know, um, Again, when the arbitrage settles, you have a price settled. But otherwise, the, here it, it is almost like you're, you're getting uh, access at the very early stage, as if like an investor, as if like you know, early in, in uh, contributor or an investor. If you look at this way, right, you're you're almost like the part of community. So it's 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 something that is more valuable, and the access is something that you get fairly as much as everyone gets. And then based on this, the price is settled. So. It is almost like you're getting a fair participation and the price is not you know, arbitraged or market made or, you know, uh, there is a volatility that hits you. So it's almost advantage to be there and, you know, be, uh, you know, participating in early rounds or early stage of a launchpad, uh, you know, uh, tokens those are doing on the launchpad, I would say. I'd, um, I'd love, oh, go on, sister, go ahead, please. No, I just remembered that Sunny has a call now. Sunny, we are way over time. Uh, 15 minutes over time. Yeah. So is this still? Uh, uh, I do have to actually hop off. I I pushed back my other call by 15 minutes. Okay, sure, Sunny. Uh, I'll just uh, you know let you uh you know share your last words or your thoughts on stop, and then we we'll take the community community questions later. Cool. 
um, yeah, I mean, thank you guys for having me and I'm just really looking forward to the launch and uh, probably participating in it myself. <laughs> thanks, Sunny. Thanks for being on the space and, uh, you know, giving insights into all of this. Yeah. Thanks, guys. For all support right from the start. Yeah. So thank you, Sunny. Thank you, Osmosis team and, uh, you know, everyone that made StreamSwap happen today. We are very excited to present this to the entire ecosystem and take it even further. So thank you. Thanks, Sunny. Appreciate it. So while um while Sonny hops off to his other call, um I didn't realize he was already over time actually. I think I forget actually, Sisler, this is meant to be an hour space, but we always seem to run over. I uh I, I certainly, you know, set aside a good hour and a half of my day for these for these flick stops because there's always a ton of information. Um as for everyone else, stick around. There's a few more questions and you might find some value uh, in the answers. We'll uh, just get on to those in a second. Is, is there anything you wanted to share, Sisla, quickly? No, definitely. No, classic Flix, Omniflix uh, spaces or interactions. No, they go a bit over time, uh, but hopefully they're power packed and insightful. Uh, but yeah, I just wanted to like summarize the advantages of StreamSwap over an LBP, LBP V1. We'll have to look at it this way. So in an LBP, for those that actually went ahead with an LBP, they know the you know the pain around being able to get the collateral token. You know, so you start off with what is like a 98.2 or a 95.5. 95% are your tokens, in this case, say Flix, and 5% will be Osmo. Uh, then we had like multiple communities, you know, of course, Stargaze as well, that uh, took a community loan. Then we had projects like Region, uh, Comdex and I think LUM as well, LUM token, uh, they utilize the LBP uh, you know, mechanism to bootstrap. So we have this mechanism around the collateral token being required. So the first advantage with the stream swap stream is that you don't need a collateral token. The second advantage is that your primary market and your secondary market are not combined. Like Sunny mentioned, why complicate things, right? So you have what is a primary market. So just take the example of an NFT uh, project that's launching. You have what is a launch pad, and then you have a marketplace. Your primary market is the launch pad, and your secondary market is the marketplace. You don't combine those. You don't sell an NFT that you minted into the launch pad, right? So that is something that LBPs, you know, from a mechanism or design standpoint, like they were flawed in that sense. Not flawed. Maybe that was uh, the best design. You know, that was available, but you know, now you know, with all the research and insights and whatever is possible, you don't need to combine your primary and secondary market. And then of course, you know, because this is happening over a period of time and not instant, you know, this is not prone to the standard attack vectors that an LBP uh, or a liquidity bootstrapping pool undergoes. So yeah, from a yeah, from an advantage or what are like, you know, key points or differences. This is what we'll say. And of course, in an LVP, everything happens instantly. And, you know, here things happen over a period of time. So when you do not, yeah, I, I'll just leave it there. So here everything happens over a period of time. So the number of attack vectors, the primitive itself is like quite different. Yeah, so there was some really interesting like discussion around um, like time preference earlier in in the space um, it comes into play with this kind of thing. 
um, with, with the duration of the sales and such. But yeah, we, we can leave it there um, and get on with the, the other questions. And thanks for going over the LBP uh, comparison, actually, Sisla. I was, I was meant to prompt Daya um, after he, he summarized the advantages over uh, VC ICOs. But yeah, that's perfect. a perfect explanation and answer to the second half of that question. Um, quickly going back to VC ICOs, you know, what I think is a massive advantage is, is if any sort of projects, what I'd love to see is uh, some like series A, series B star, like style raises take place uh, through like the use of StreamSwap. I think like any project that's kind of raising, it's like seed investor kind of sales uh, on a public, uh, you know, open and permissionless like chain like uh, Osmosis and through like StreamSwap permissionlessly. I think it's a massive thumbs up from a community perspective, and I'd love to see some uh, some sort of um, IOU sale at that seed level, that Series B, Series A level, uh, before an ICO. I think there's a massive, uh, massive fair participation advantage in doing that, which is something, um, Daya, you alluded to earlier as well. Um, but yeah. Anyways, uh, we have another four questions from the community. And by the way, anyone listening, any questions do come up um, and chat with us and, and share your questions. Just uh, request to be a speaker and you'll be accepted. Um, so question seven, how do I become an early tester for StreamSwap? Is it still possible to be an early tester at this phase? Yeah, that is possible. Uh, right now, the app is live on beta.streamswap.com. Uh, IO and uh, you can like create streams. You should be able to like test things out, participate in or subscribe to streams. Uh, if this is you know more of a testing ground, you have what is a trading competition where your objective will be to you know, earn the most number of flicks. Yeah, details will be uh, laid out and shared, but there'll be a trading competition as well. This will be most likely a three day competition where uh, there'll be three streams and uh, people should be able to participate uh, you know using a budget fixed budget of osmo and uh, acquire the most number of flicks so that is a mechanism that is a way in which we aim to educate the community in uh, you know or rather you know, help the community familiarize themselves with the mechanism of stream swap so yeah right now people can test and they can participate in the trading competition as well and get ready for the main network Thanks, Sisla. Manny, before um, you go ahead with your question, I just had one follow-up question for Sisla on, on that topic, how to be an early tester, um, which is uh, how do you be an early tester for, like, can a project kind of use the beta site to test how their token sales might look? Are they able to be an early tester in that regard? Yeah, I mean, good question. Like, we already have uh, two more projects that have confirmed their launches using StreamSwap. Uh, we have NFT projects as well. We've had interest from Tardigrades. We've had interest from Aulis and some of the others as well that wanted to utilize this uh, infrastructure. So no, definitely uh, people can reach out to us. Or right now, they can do that in the app itself. They can just create a stream. Uh, but to be able to discuss more on the mechanism and you know, our insights, you know, they should be able to reach out to us and uh, we can plan, plan the way in which uh, that project can utilize StreamSwap. Yeah, I asked, um, I asked the question because I saw um, Wolfman, Wolfman knows from ONFT um, commenting um, below the space about his interest to 
maybe use StreamSwap for the uh, the the launch of uh, the ONFT ecosystem tokens or one of them. So, yeah, reach out to the team if you haven't already. I mean, I know you're probably in good uh, contact with Sisla, uh, Wolfman News, or from you know the Omniflix team at least. Um, Manny, please go ahead with your question if you're still here. Yeah, uh, good to be here, and this is an amazing space. So, I mean, all the discussions about StreamSwap, I, I mean, uh, from yesterday's interview with uh, Sishla and Daya with CryptoCito, and like uh, Sishla dropped an uh, alpha, like which is like a Omniflix TV, which is going to be an upgraded version of that one. So, I mean, it is something a community would like to excite to hear a couple of more words uh, from, let's say, Sishla or Daya. So, thanks. Uh, I, am I audible otherwise? Uh, uh, since last yes. few minutes, I wasn't hearing Lamb, but I was hearing Abhishek and uh, Mani. I mean, Twitter is something strange. <laughs> Can you hear me now? Literally, I, I didn't hear Liam, but I heard Sisla both times he answered and Mani, the question he asked. But otherwise, I was trying to, you know, switch my app and do everything, but it didn't. It didn't help me listen otherwise. <laughs> Liam is communicating so secretly with others. <laughs> we are able to hear Liam there. Uh, for, but for me, it wasn't, I don't know, it might be a bug. Otherwise, yeah, I was trying to, you know, switch between apps. I saw, you know, I mean, yeah, I, did, I tried doing everything. I didn't work out. But otherwise, money's was clear. Otherwise, yours was clear. So, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> I, I question about Omniflix TV. Uh, money, yeah, good question. Probably out of context when it comes to StreamSwap, but Omniflix TV is a publishing platform for video content creators to start off with, and then music as well, audio content creators as well. Uh, we have quite a number of people that have, or record labels, you know, that are aiming to utilize this for their audio publishing, or music publishing, and then podcasts, you know, and so on and so forth as well. So Omniflix TV is a publishing platform where people can access token-gated content, they can access or create interactive videos permissionlessly, and they should be able to engage their community better with media. So that is like the first step. We have what is an alpha version of Omniflix TV right now. And, you know, yeah, uh, the Omniflix community definitely has uh, had exposure to that. I believe the Cosmos ecosystem as well. We launched it on the day of the Osmosis launch. Since then, we've had like 10 million interactions. Now I'll say, Again, I mentioned this earlier also, like 25 to 30 percent, they were like, say, botted or spammed, but you know, about 7 million interactions, you know, for the interactive videos there. We are very excited for the V1, uh, which will most likely roll out, uh, yeah, between May and June. So like I'm when I was watching the yesterday interview, suddenly you shown Omniflix TV. I was like, oh, we got almost like a Netflix kind of infrastructure ready, and that to like some free videos, some tokens with the token gated, some with the pay as you go using the streaming payments and everything. So we got a lot of infrastructure ready. So it's uh, one more big reason to be a massively bullish on Flix. Thank you for that money yeah definitely quite a lot is possible and uh, you know we have a folk version also implemented for akash they're uh, running their akash edu program or their academy uh, using more or less like a folk of uh, omniflix tv and money as you rightly said you can build netflixes or 
Spotify is on top of Omniflix. So that is the kind of infrastructure that we are working on and quite possible. Thank you for the question. Perfect. Okay, so um, just going back to the stream spot questions quickly. There's three more. Um, this one's probably quite relevant to a lot of people. It's can I use StreamSwap to create my own token sale? <laughs> Don't call it a token sale. Call it a stream. You can you can of course utilize it uh, for your own project as well. And uh, yeah, you can create streams again. You can create streams for a token that is going live, or you can also create streams for tokens that are already trading. But of course, you know with better features, you know that side of uh, uh, you know that side of demand might increase as well. Yeah. So it's permissionless. Is that is that what you're saying? As well? oh, stream creation is permissionless. Yes. Uh, there's a so, yeah. associated. Sorry, sorry, Liam. I mean, I'll have to. No, be go trapped. ahead. There's a small fee that's associated for stream creation, and there's a small fee at exit. So you know this will help the stream swap protocol you know generate revenue right from day one. And uh, yeah, Omniflix is no uh, exception. No, we Correct. I mean, I, I didn't listen to the. I didn't get to listen to the Leon's question, but otherwise, yeah. I mean, to to sustain the you know DAO and the development in the long run, at the same time, you know, uh, make sure to uh, add futures to this. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, there is a fee and you know commission that goes to the DAO, and yeah, uh, at the same time to the osmosis. Yeah. Thank you um, for those answers. So yeah, anyone can create their own token and then maybe create their own token stream. Uh, I know, uh, I know, Don, Don Kryptonians, but it's Don, Don token. Maybe he can leverage the, uh, maybe he can leverage Stream Swap now. He's got that token on the go uh, and raise some funds. Or I think you guys are making fun of me. <laughs> Still can't listen to you. <laughs> this is so strange. Yeah. I'm just joking, but otherwise, no. Uh, well, we weren't far. You weren't far off there. I know you can't hear me. We were. We were teasing more at Don actually. This is so strange. Or at least I was. I don't know about others, but uh, I mean, I hope everyone can listen, but me. But uh, yeah, I can't still listen to Liam, but I can listen to everyone else. Yeah, maybe that. Like, can you leave and then come back? Maybe. No, close the app as well. Yeah. We only but, have two two more questions. Anyway. I, I mean, I hesitated to do that, but otherwise, I mean, since you said I have to do that, yeah, I'll exit and add. Sure. And yeah, Lim, we'll go ahead with the other questions as well. Uh, yeah, no worries. Please, please go ahead, Manny. If you've got yeah, a question so quickly. What is the estimated stream fee to start the stream swap? I mean, like right now, Flix is like a, we are a, a big project we are launching. So like, let's say like Don Kryptonium, who is trying to raise some small funds. Let's say some DAO who want to raise small amount of funds. I mean, stream fee should be accessible generally, right? Like, I mean, how, how much it will be in general? See, uh... It should be accessible. Right now, we don't want spam as well. So there'll be like a minimum fee. We'll share the details, you know, when they're like officially out. But uh, yeah, 
you know it'll be it'll be high enough like, I mean, for people the idea was to avoid spam money so think about this way you know since because this is very new and you know it might not be the case where people might bring shit coins and you know liquidate and do some sort of scam so to avoid that definitely there is a fee and you know things like this as abhishek said uh there can you hear me now loud and clear sir <laughs> <laughs> excellent good to hear um <laughs> glad you can hear me again um we won't we won't um making fun of you either so don't worry no uh, i'm just kidding but otherwise i mean like uh, <laughs> take it with a grain of salt so yeah no worries the twitter is always ragging and uh, uh pretty much every space like at least 20% of the spaces get rugged so in the last one year i have learned that as a start being part of flix fanatic twitter spaces i might be a listener most of the time but yeah that's the case so yeah no you're right they do they do rug a lot we do get rug pulled often often on twitter probably more than we do in in crypto actually so <laughs> um it is one of this i suppose and um yeah i'm just going to get on with this two more community questions uh to get through and then um we can probably wrap things up or if anyone's got any questions request and, and come and ask them um so the last two questions we have from the community so this is the ninth is can i withdraw my tokens from a stream swap sale at any time okay i think this question was not like you know this is a bit vague so you'll have to we'll have to answer this for both tokens so can i withdraw my tokens what are the tokens involved here we have flix that is being launched and subscribers people are utilizing ospo people can add deposit or withdraw their ospo at any point in time be it during the bootstrapping phase or in the streaming phase that is the freedom that they have they can add or they can withdraw from a flick standpoint they are logged you know once 1 million flicks are set that's about it you know they'll be streamed so they cannot be added or removed and all the flicks that are accumulated over the period of the stream can be redeemed only at the end of the stream right so people will not have access to flicks during the stream because tokens are actually streamed and people acquire tokens until the end of the stream right hence flicks are redeemed once and for all finally after after the stream ends but osmo people can add or deposit or sorry add or remove at any point in time during the bootstrapping or during the streaming phase yeah yeah great answer um, i had actually thought about the question on two sides there so i really like the answer there i i i think as well um but we were talking about time preference earlier right um So it kind of makes like an interesting dynamic if you have, because uh, you guys were talking about like one hour streams, two hour streams, like what's the right length. Um, and and while you guys were talking about that, I was thinking about six month streams and or or six year streams um, as like possible ways to account for like time preference. You know, like a stream of Flix tokens that's available for one hour, and then another one which is available for six months, which almost has a almost has its own like vesting in a way. Um, maybe not even vesting just like a cliff so it's like locked up for the the whole duration of the stream and then the cliff at the so, end uh, where you get your Liam is already at version 10 of this stage so i'm just kidding but otherwise yeah i mean 6 months and uh, <laughs> even 6 days is too much at this stage we personally think but otherwise yeah uh, 
definitely uh, since because these, if you look at this the launch pair right this is something that that is 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 you know not bound to happen over a long period of time but otherwise you know short period if in case as you asked if in case if you tie it up with uh, some stream pair or a vesting kind of thing definitely there is possibility because with some threshold and you know things like this where uh, you know a lot of models can be explored but yeah the, the first version yeah definitely if someone wants to do six months stream they can literally do right now because there is no limitation as such on time um yeah so it's up to anyone who wants to do something you know crazy i i was just thinking uh oh sorry go on sister go ahead please no no please go ahead with your talk I was just thinking, like with the the, the whole like six month duration, I thought it would just create like a. Um, actually, yeah, this is a good question. Actually, so like from the project's perspective in in the stream, uh, can they withdraw the spent um, tokens on the buy side at any point, or do they have to wait to the end of the sale to get access to those tokens? That is, they'll have to wait until the end of the stream. So we won't get Osmo while people are spending it is only at the end that osmo you know is sent to people you know that are running the flick stream and flicks are finally redeemed by people that you know uh deposited or subscribed with osmo so no tokens are like exchanged you know it's only shares and you know everything happens in the smart contract the tokens themselves you know do not leave the smart contract until the stream is finalized or until the stream is stream has completely ended Excellent, great. That answers my question, and that also. Sorry, I mean no rug pulls here. You know that's the that's the attack vector that was eliminated because of this. Right? No, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, and it makes a lot of sense. Um, it also just means as well, like a six month um stream probably doesn't make so much sense because the the project's not going to get the tokens till the end anyway. I mean, it... Um, but like that, but otherwise, go on, go but ahead, otherwise, please. if in case if you let someone, you know, like uh, take their tokens uh, as soon as you know they are exiting the sale, right? They might as well go create a new pool, so which might you know create arbitrage between this pool and the other one. So to avoid yeah. all of these, yeah. you know, uh, issues or MVBs and arbitrage or volatility or you know slippage things, we made sure you know either of the sites don't get the tokens, but only get exchange of shares. Only when the sale is finalized by the you know sale creator himself, the tokens get withdrawn into the treasury, and um, buyers get the flicks are deposited uh, once they you know kind of uh, exit the sale. So they have to trigger the exit sale to get their flicks. Uh, once the finalization happens, only then they can exit the sale. Till then, exit sale wouldn't happen. But you you'd be assured with your shares so that you know you, you have uh, flicks that you can redeem once it's finalized. If in case in in the event of anything that goes wrong or someone is you know, doing some sort of crazy thing or you know someone is liquidating some shit token or things like those, definitely uh, sale can be stopped. There is a kill switch to you know in the event of the worst disaster that might happen, the kill switch in itself will you know revert everything back to zero. So anyone who has placed their Osmo will get their Osmo back and anyone who has placed their you know selling tokens will get their selling tokens back so no one loses anything in here in this case everyone has every sort of freedom but at the same time you know everything happens in a you know such a share stream model where none of the you know sites get tokens as soon as they you know they get the shares liquidated 
makes a lot of sense there. Yeah, thank you. Um, I'll obviously have some like uh, questions around the kill switch, but I think we can leave that for another time. Um, yeah, I think I, I also have some like ideas around like programming, like vesting into the pool, into like the streams as well, right? So you can like have two different streams and one stream actually sends your tokens into a, a vesting contract or something. So you can't access them for a certain period of time. And then you kind of have like a, a free market dynamic between like what people are willing to pay or how much less people are willing to pay uh, to buy, buy a token in a stream uh, if there's vesting involved as well. And it could be a good way for a project to raise capital without having their tokens um, liquid. But yeah, anyway, all that, all that stuff we can cover another time, guys, unless you want to specifically I'll, talk about that, Sisla. Yeah, like I'll just summarize in the short. So right now, after the stream ends, we can do anything, right? From an Omniflix standpoint, the strategy is to utilize half of it for liquidity, half of it for, you know, the foundation's capitalization. So if that is what we want to do, tomorrow you can send the tokens to a vesting contract, and this is how the six-month, you know, strategy can be executed. The stream swap stream can run, but the tokens do not get redeemed directly into the account. They just go through a contract, and the six-month period starts, the vesting starts. And block by block streaming of tokens or you know drip of tokens or you know, all of this can happen so it is possible again you know at the end what you do is the project's choice if they're like you know if they're like hardcore smart contract devs they can do it now right they need not like they can run a stream and send those tokens get those tokens redeemed to the contract you know or in any other way that is possible so this will you know this will like not creating an AMM pool at the end of the stream opens up the design space for what is possible and the possibilities are endless. I'll leave it there. That's how I feel as well, sister. It seems rather, rather endless as well with the possibilities. I keep getting new questions <laughs> that pop up in my mind and new kind of concepts and ideas. I think that's great for projects though, the flexibility, uh, the the kind of um decision making they have over these different variables really really good um there's one more question um which is how does stream swap compare to other decentralized exchanges um and after you've answered that uh just give a quick summary on the, the key key kind of points for stream swap yeah i think we talked about the key differences between stream swap and lbpv1 uh Maybe talking about, say, DEXs like Uniswap or you know, uh, the current Osmosis AMM pools, right? They all happen instantly. What happens within the StreamSwap stream is over time, right? So this is the key difference. And, you know, this difference, again, enables a lot of design space. And, you know, this gives a new possibility. This gives a, this is a new paradigm, new primitive. But, uh, you know, existing... And existing attack vectors might not work, but there might be new attack vectors that might be developed, right? And so on and so forth. So the key difference is, you know, current DEXs or decentralized exchanges, you know, execute things instantly, whereas uh, StreamSwap does it in a time-based manner. So, you know, in one word, what is StreamSwap? Or you know, tagline for StreamSwap is uh, time-based token swaps, and you can utilize those for like, any anything. And uh, the first um, token to utilize this will be Flix. Is that correct? Yes. Can't be more excited for that. And, uh, both, both excited and anxious. But otherwise, yeah, uh, 
as sisla said right this is very fair very very much uh, you know community driven and you know uh, when you asked about the kills fish right even the community has control over top of it to resume cancel and you know do a lot of things because if they feel something is suspicious about the liquidating token or the pool then there is full control for them to not spend anything but get back everything yeah yeah there like quick question to you uh the kill switch mm-hmm. are we stopping the entire contract or is it just a stream, stream? only it's, it's per se stream yeah and how can we resume the stream through governance uh, yeah the, the governance can either resume the stream if in case if it, there is nothing suspicious and if there is something suspicious they can still cancel everything while cancelling they'll yeah everything goes goes backward yep it's like gone back to the Correct. same approach, it goes back right? to zero everything yeah okay so liam yeah that is the kill switch for you yeah <laughs> to summarize like bottom line we should be able to stop a stream but we can't like restart it or kill it you know as a dao and this can be done only through the governance you know of osmosis at this point in time yeah so to stop the stream yeah. both has control both the selling pool and you know the buying pool because buying pool if in case they think selling pool is bad they can stop if if in case you know selling pool thinks buying pool has some sort of you know attack vector where you know 10 wallets or 100 wallets are attacking something they can stop it so but the resume the cancel is only done via you know governance not by the buying pool there like quick sorry sorry uh, when you say buying pool can cancel or stop the stream it means governance right? not the yeah, yeah governance it's community the the buying is always by community so i'm saying you know community yeah that's good that's super important that it's not just the project cuz they're not happy with the price or something so that's really really good that it's governance only um for the kill switch i really like that um the last thing we want is the community getting rugged <laughs> so it's good that you've thought about all of these um measures and uh, it all seems like it's uh, going to be really exciting um just to like summarize on my end and i'd love for either dai or sister just to add on to this um i think some of like the key takeaways is stream stops coming in the very near future uh, i don't know if we actually said this but um is there a specific date stream swap will be going live very quickly yeah 20th of april 420 perfect i don't know if it's 420 but as i'm not going to say it in case it's uh, actually wrong <laughs> perfect um but yeah you know stream swaps coming it's on osmosis um oh actually um do you want to speak there i i need had your mic off and i think super super has on. some question i believe yeah he raised his hand uh, super please go ahead. thank you thank you and yeah it was uh, wow what what a what a session this was we got to know so much about stream swap but there were some questions i still have as not as a flex fanatics i would say more as someone who is looking forward and actually can't even wait for the stream swap to start and get my hands on lot of flex so uh my first question is uh, will this be on app.osmosis.zone where we have to go exactly to participate in this uh good question no it won't be on app.osmosis.zone it will be an independent domain it'll be on streamswap.io right you should be able to go to streamswap.io okay. and uh, you know access the app right now the app is live on beta.streamswap.io but otherwise the contracts are deployed on osmosis so anyone can develop the ui so 
it's the thing that uh, since because the DAO is taking care of every aspect of the first product launch, the current uh, you know uh, deployment will go on uh, streamswap.io. But otherwise, yeah, there is possibility to develop and you know do it in, in as much as yeah. Ah, thank, thank you. You know because when when we're speaking about this as LPP version two. Oh, I, I remember that when we used to participate in LPP, we used to go on Osmosis and there was a separate tab. So this is helpful. My next question is, uh, since now this will be on an independent site, uh, will it be accessible even for people who are going want to participate via mobile? Yeah. Or... Yes, yes, yes. So we're working with costs, uh, you know, uh, uh, excuse me, Cosmosation team to make sure that it's integrated there on wallet at the same time we'll try to see if it gets integrated on kepler as well uh we've been working closely with uh, both of the teams so yeah since because there is less time uh we'll try to make sure to you know get this yeah mobile friendly as well so the ui is already mobile friendly that's taken care the integration is just pending so okay. yeah and we thought during the testing phase that a lot of our community members were testing it through the missus browser and multiple other apps uh, mobile apps where they have access to you know cosmos accounts or you know where they can like utilize their cosmos accounts uh, that has been happening and they've actually successfully utilized uh, evm bridging as well from goreli uh, testnet uh, ethereum testnet people like went ahead deposited their goreli ETH, and uh, it went yeah through Axlar, it uh, you know reached Osmosis, got deposited on Osmosis as USDC, Axlar USDC, and they were able to like swap it for Osmo on you know the testnet pools and then participate as well. So yeah, this is something that we are like focused on, and uh, yeah, mobile accessibility you know will be available you know on day one. Yeah. Okay, great. Now this might be a bit of a daydream question, but I probably you know very curious to know. Since you mentioned there will be different streams starting with Osmo, and uh, let's say I participate in the first stream in Osmo and end of the stream I got the Flix token, will I have to then withdraw that to Omniflix or will that be withdrawn to Osmosis when I when I you know kind of uh, claim my Flix tokens end of the stream? Yeah, again, good question. You know, I'll keep it simple. The Streamswap protocol exists on the Osmosis blockchain. So it is a smart contract, set of smart contracts deployed on the Osmosis blockchain. So what that means is that your flicks that you redeem at the end of the stream will stay on Osmosis. You can obviously go ahead and withdraw that to your OmniFlix blockchain. But you know, if maybe you want to like say pool LP or you know, do something with your flicks on Osmosis, you can let it stay. Otherwise, you can like bring it back to Omniflix and you know stake, you know, buy NFTs, and you know do a lot more. Yeah. Okay. Last question. <laughs> Sorry about all these questions, but I really very excited for Streamsaw, and I want me and everyone in the in the space to understand this as clearly as possible. Uh, so, last question. Uh, once, let's say I participate in the stream and uh, it ends, uh, how soon would I be able to use those uh, for an LP, is there any any plan for that? Uh, will it because I suppose this has to be created since it's not in osmosis, it won't have an LP automatically. So how soon do you think we will be able to do that? And uh, 
is it will it be even possible to let's say since the flix is already in osmosis to swap some of the flix to let uh, let's say another token which will be the second stream and quickly participate in the second stream to, to in case no i want to do it at the beginning to make the most of the stream well let's take it step by step so the first question was the uh, question about lp it'll be in under a week you know for sure it'll be sooner than that but you know just for buffer let me say in under a week the dates will be announced so what happens is the stream ends and the omniflix community will receive what is the osmo token and uh, subscribers people that participate receive their flix now we'll have to utilize this price that is set and you know 50% of whatever we get to add liquidity and create an amm pool so that's how it'll start and that's when people can you know lp and you know, they can do all sorts of things but at this point in time if there is someone that wants to say utilize put their flix to use even for the 3 days or you know how much of a period of time of course on omniflix the marketplace is active with the flix token we have uh, about 20 projects that are launching they're actually 22 i think uh, within a two week time frame they are launching their projects all using flix token so if that is with respect to the flix token being used on omniflix market of course inflation will be enabled and tokens from the stream swap and a few foundation tokens that will be delegated to balance voting power but tokens from the stream swap will be primarily the liquid tokens that are available and people are free to you know check out uh, the option to stake as well and you know probably yeah accumulate even more flix perfect i think that uh, again probably even uh, answers one of the question which uh, i didn't ask that but was very very important that uh, will the flicks will be liquid so it will be liquid as soon as the stream ends and we get those perfect thank you for your time uh, this was pleasure being here as uh, someone who was listening to the space for almost two hours normally i know participate in this i give my updates uh, but today's today's space was so interesting and uh, definitely we all are looking forward to streams of notes as flicks fanatics but even as cosmonauts because uh, it's been a while since uh, i've seen projects on cosmos having a proper price discovery where terminate is involved in a way where which would be possible with streamsoft so thank you yep thank you super yeah thanks super and um look forward to next week as well with your updates um it's probably a good thing you you didn't have um this this week or we could have ran over even more so um yeah thanks for your questions as well some really good questions actually um especially from a user perspective um that I hadn't thought of and, and clearly the community hadn't thought of either um right is there anything else any questions any thoughts um because if there isn't I I think sister you or Dea you should just kind of uh summarize what we've talked about in like four sentences and what to look for next with stream swap and flex launching and everything sure um uh, yeah i'll take this opportunity again to thank everyone for coming down here uh hope you had an insightful session got to know a bit more about what stream swap is the history behind stream swap you know the ethos behind and the philosophy behind the mechanism design and this is also very important to us as omniflix because not only are we contributors but we are also making sure that we utilize the protocol 
before anyone else and probably you know help even more projects understand how streamswap works and you know what are the real world dynamics <clears throat> that are involved and of course you know we are very excited not only for streamswap but also for omniflix it has been a long time coming uh, we haven't had our economic launch yet and 20th of april 420 is when we're launching the flix token using streamswap so before that, make sure to participate in the test nets. Uh, you already have a draft of what is StreamSwap. We should be able to publish additional details like real soon in the next 48 hours. And once all the details are out, once you you know play around with the app, once you participate in the test net, we believe you'll be ready for the mainnet launch on 20th of April. So on 20th of April, you have like two things happening. One, the StreamSwap protocol will launch. Of course, the Flix token will also launch along with the StreamSwap protocol. Amazing, perfect. Um, yeah, that's everything for me. I have no more questions. Um, I'm probably fire a ton your way at some point, Sisler, as always, when I think of them. But um, I hope everyone's enjoyed the space. Um, Dea, thank you so much for all of your contributions as well. Uh, it's great to hear you um, share your updates, Dea, as well, especially uh, in the early days when Sisler was mostly doing the public speaking. It's great to have you sharing a lot yourself as well now uh, and you know for, for a long time now nearly a year i think or so um shout outs to everyone else tardigrades in the chat sito from earlier um obviously sunny for joining us super for your questions manny as well um i'm not going to name every single person in the space but great that you're all here um i've had a, a blast this time i've actually learned so much in the last few hours so i really appreciate that um and yes, Isla, Dea, uh, feel free to wrap the space up. Uh, th thank you, Liam. Thank you for hosting a beautiful space today. It was yeah, fantastic. And, um, you know, uh, thanks to Sunny for being here and everyone that's there to, you know, get to know more about uh, Shop and, you know, things around how it happens. And, you know, uh, but definitely uh, look forward to more material on Swap in terms of videos, you know, docs, articles and everything. So keep an eye on, you know, uh, announcements from Omniflix. Uh, do follow Swap handle. Uh, you know, you'll be getting more material so that, you know, you, you'll be prepared for uh, the launch. So. Thanks for hosting a beautiful space today. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was about to say that as well. Thank you, Liam, for making sure uh, these two hours have been insightful for everyone. And, uh, you know, quite the experience, even for us as the Flix farm. Uh, this is one of, uh, yeah. This Flix talk, we won't forget. And thank you to the Flix crew, the Flix fanatics. Uh, shout out to Terra Spaces for archiving this and making sure this is available for everyone else later on. And thank you, Flix fam, for being here. And hopefully you got a better insight into what StreamSwap is. And tune in again on Friday at 2 p.m. UTC. Yeah, we'll continue our Flix talk and you know all of our Flix talk and in the studio at 2 p.m. UTC. Uh, every Wednesday and uh, Friday. And we have uh, in the studio uh, coming up with Kurt Schilling, a major league baseball player on 17th. So they're working on a campaign for ALS. Uh, it's called Mint for Hope. And this campaign you know, is being led by Kurt Schilling, a uh, major league baseball player, played for the Boston Red Sox, you know, won the World Series and you know, quite a lot of achievements under his belt. And we'll have it hosted by multiple cosmonauts. Uh, please be sure to join that as well to know more about the campaign, know more about 
Kurt, the person, and uh, of course, what's happening on Omniflix. So thank you all. Uh, see you all again at uh, Inflix Talk 65 next Wednesday at 2 p.m. UTC. Thank you again. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was Omniflix, Flix Talk number 64, recorded on Wednesday, April 12th, 2023. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you want to keep listening, head on over to TerraSpaces.org slash donate and show some support now. When we blow through the dust, volcanoes erupt. No one ever guessed that the game would be tough. Keep it hands off when the play is a bust. Plain old and just, so we keep it on the one. Blast off on the two. Help me see the three. Third eye open wide, checking out the scene. Razor beam focused, star screen jokers. Living off the fat of the people they approach. Tell me what happens when the land fights back. With the cliffs at our backs, make the last stand matter. No one ever planned for the famine on deck. We was walking all erect with the dead man swagger. Sitting in a little den, vision in the middle men. Listen to the fiddle man play a little ditty then. Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian. Lost in the maze, trying to make the next bubble billion. Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian. Lost in the maze, trying to make the next bubble billion. Little Dan envisioning the middle men Listen to the fiddle man play a little ditty then Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian Lost in the maze trying to make the next No one gave a shit till the drugs all dried up Everybody died from a bad batch of Lysol But it didn't matter we was all hyped up When the pedal hit the metal he just didn't have the right skill Watched in the daytime till the night curfew Rats in a cage till they make time to murk you Got a little job that falls under my purview We gotta get this mob away from the birds view. Gotta find cover. Wipe off the bird poop. Ride off the work while you try on the worst juice. Blinded by perps who try to reverse truth. Slide like Fox News just trying to lie to you. Eating up the slop like a bunch of hungry vagrants. I can't wait for the day they lock us up in stasis. Mock up a basement could call me resilient. Waiting for the internet to make me a billion. In the middle men, listen to the fiddle man play a little ditty then talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian lost in the maze trying to make the next billion. Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian lost in the maze trying to make the next billion. Ten spaces.